life on the road. It's these tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> trunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more, missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. <laughs> Thank you so much, Los Angeles Podcast Festival. Thank you for coming out tonight. Uh, thank you, uh, Graham Elwood, for that unabridged history of podcasting. <laughs> Holy shit, I thought my theme song was long. Fucking let Graham go on for 20 minutes about podcasting. By the way, if you ever, ever have lunch with Graham, same speech. <laughs> including sponsors. That guy can fucking pick up a sponsor. We're at Chipotle. I'm like, should I get it? He's like, no, earbuds got it. Okay. Thank you all for donating. I love this. I thank you so much for coming. Uh, I, there's only a few real requests I make when I do my podcast and, and it's, and it's, and it's uh, put me in this room and uh, put me up uh, next to the only celebrity in the whole fucking weekend, Bill Hader. All right. That's great. The only actual celebrity here, and I'm going up against Bill Hader. But I thank you guys for coming out. Um, it's good to see some uh, familiar faces. Thank you for coming back. And good to see some new faces. And uh, I apologize for the uh, very small microphone stands, guys. You can, you can handheld or you can lay down. Take your pick. I don't know. And then after, we're all going to return this to the Baptist church, these... Uh, stools afterwards and thank you for shrinking the stage before we came back this year if i fall off the edge put the stage in a dryer i don't know what's going on it's good you can hide the table over there uh i don't know i have a uh what is this a fifth year of the podcast festival the fifth year excellent how many people have been here five years in a row nerds ah uh, this is my fifth year in our fifth year fifth year of the LA podcast festival Three years of Graham still trying to convince people this is Beverly Hills. So, so we are Beverly Hills adjacent. Uh, I might have a little snot action going on. I apologize. Some sort of, I'm allergic uh, to rich people, uh, I guess, or um, what do we call it in Los Angeles? Rich adjacent. Um, so we got some booze up here. Uh, I wanted before I bring up my guest, and I'm very excited. It's Australian night here on the Road Stories podcast. Yes. <laughs> How many people are from Australia here? Oh, fuck. All right. Christ. You know what? Dude, I, what was it? Two months ago, I had a, a table full of Australians at my show in the Ice House. And surprise, they wouldn't shut up. <laughs> and every time I shot them down, they were like, oh, is he, oh, is he? they loved it. Every time. <laughs> I couldn't not, like, I could insult their mother. And they're like, oh, is he, oh, is he? and they wouldn't shut up. I swear, they wouldn't shut up. And then, like, like the, 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 the Americans were, 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 like, started to roll their eyes. And I'm like, I'm like, it was a young guy. I'm like, what do you want? They're all just a bunch of ex-cons from England, right? It gets better. Hold on. <laughs> and so that got a little bit of a laugh. And then, uh, and, and then he, goes, and he goes, I said ex-cons. And the guy yells out, we're not cons, we're criminals. Right? So I said, hey, this is America. If I want to call you a fucking con, I'll call you a fucking con. Now, here's the secret. All you got to do in America is just evoke patriotism, and the audience is on your side, all right? Trump. 
I got the audience and then they wouldn't, they still, they wouldn't shut up. I'm talking 10 minutes into my set. They wouldn't shut up. So finally I go, look, you already got kicked out of England. If you don't shut up, you're going to get kicked out of a comedy club. And they fucking loved it. And they're like, oi, 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 oi. I'm like, oh, Christ. All right. But I thank you all for coming out. Before we go, uh, very important to every podcast, for any future podcast uh, uh, people out there. Very important to the podcast. Anybody, uh, real quick, and I'm, I'm not, this is not a vanity question. Does uh, anybody listen to Road Stories on a regular basis? Round of applause. <laughs> thank you very much. All right. Uh, I appreciate that. And welcome aboard the new guys. I appreciate that. Now, uh, the, actually, the other question, because this is not a vanity question. Do, am I friends with anybody on uh, Twitter or Facebook? Round of applause. Mostly Facebook. Okay, good, good. Then you might have seen what's coming up here. I wanted to, I wanted to show you guys a clip of a recent tour I was on. Um, watch this. America too. Uh, I recently did a tour for the troops. Thank you, thank you. I'm American. The troops. Let's give it up for the troops. Who here likes sex? Okay. It's the same response. Um, so I went to the Middle East. I met a couple Australians, uh, our allies uh, over there. And I went to the Middle East. And I did tour. I went to uh, Djibouti, North Africa. I went to Bahrain. Uh, I tail hooked onto an aircraft carrier. Anybody know what that is? Tail hooking? Or one person does? Okay. It's when you land, an airplane lands on an aircraft carrier and you get tail hooked. And then I got catapulted off. And uh, apparently less than 1% of the world were ever do that. And I'm one of those persons. You are not. Thank you. I did it all for America. God bless the troops who love sex. I, uh... But one night we're in Djibouti and we're uh, we did our show and the show was fine and we left the show. Now on on the on the military bases, if they have alcohol, you're only allowed to have two drinks um, because they don't want anybody getting drunk and getting into fights, right? So so we had our two. I'm like, really? You're gonna get? It's 130 degrees. Who's like, you want to step outside? No. You know, like, it's, it's like, who's gonna fucking fight, right? <laughs> So we finished our and we finished our two drinks and 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 we ran into this late. She's like, oh, I'm at the show. I was at the show. You guys were hilarious. It was me and two other comics. She's like, I run the canine unit. You guys should come by and you know we'll we'll wrestle around with the dog tomorrow morning. It'll be fun. I was like, oh yeah, it's great. It's got something to do. We're in fucking Africa. We can't leave the base. Literally, and I'm not lying to you. Across the street from the entrance to the base was a working gallows pole, where people were getting hung on a regular basis in Djibouti, Africa. So we weren't allowed humor. We wouldn't. <laughs> We weren't allowed to leave the base, so there was nothing to do. So I'm like, yeah, fine, that'd be great to do something tomorrow morning. So as we were leaving, uh, our chaperone said, hey, the chiefs, they have the, they're like the high-ranking officers. They have a mess on the other end of the base. Do you want to come in, and they'll, they'll leave the bar open for you, and you can have a couple drinks. They're like, sure as fuck, let's do it. So we go all the way to the other side of the base, and this base is huge, man. Uh, the, uh, we just put $500 million into it, so it's, we're, we're there for a while. <laughs> and so it's a big base. So we went to the other side of the base. We go. We it's built out of two by fours. We went downstairs. It's it's covered in camouflage, and there's about thirty guys in there, and they're all like thirty something buff, like like dudes, right? Like like you don't want to fuck with these guys. Like you look in their eye. To quote Letterman, you look in their eyes, and somebody else is driving, right? <laughs> and it turns out that these guys are all like special ops, like heavy duty, not affiliated with any four branches of our military special ops. Right? I mean, they're hardcore. Like, I go in there and they're all drunk. There's fucking booze everywhere. There's empty cans. I'm like, I thought you guys only had, like, allowed two drinks. And one guy goes, We don't answer to anybody but one person. Like, oh, shit. Who's that? <laughs> you want a drink? I'm like, yes, I do. <laughs> so we just proceed to get 
hammered, right? We're just get we're just getting drunk. We're playing this craps game with all these fucking ex uh, these ops guys who, and it's like it's like craps, but you can do all these side bets on it and everything. And so, like you know, I'll bet he makes his point. I'll bet he doesn't make his point. I'll bet. I'll bet he rose craps. I'll bet he rose, you know, like hour later, I'm like, I bet I'm cuter than this guy. Like it was just, <laughs> it was just obnoxious, drunk comics, you know, trying to entertain special ops guys. Not a good sense of humor, these guys. <laughs> and so at one point, my buddy Steve Maison, and I hate to sell him short on this, got re- like, as soon as we went in there, he's like, hey, listen, if this is any fun, I'm turning it up tonight. And I just let that roll off my back and uh, he turned it up. <laughs> he's just he's just banging shots left and right. I've never seen this guy drink. And he's banging shots left and right. Around 2 o'clock in the morning, they closed the bar, right? That just means the bartender locked the bar and left. Steve jumps behind the bar, breaks open the bar, and starts fucking handing drinks out to everybody. Who wants a free drink? And they're like, yeah, fucking, we want a drink. So he's just, he's just hammering free drinks and everything. And then five guys came in. About five guys came in. They were just, they had like long hair and scraggly beards. And, uh, and they came in and I'm like, what's up with these guys? They're like, oh, it's them. They were just embedded in Somalia for seven months. And they just got back tonight. We haven't seen them in a long time. So we were welcome. So I'm like, whoa, what did those guys do? And the guy's like, stuff. <laughs> what do you guys do? He's like, stuff. I'm like, oh, shit. You want another drink? I'm like, yeah, I do. Right? <laughs> and so this one, like, biggest, baddest ass special ops motherfucker. Is, is is there and he's got a, he's a really good looking dude too man and he's and like I'm six one if I don't slouch and he's got like a foot on me right and he's squared off like squared shoulders just buffed out arms and he's got his hair slicked back and he's got a big fat brown Tom Selleck mustache right so Steve behind the bar drunk nicks, nicknames him Tom Selleck <laughs> this guy could kill us with his mustache. And he nicknames him. He's like, hey, Tom Selleck, want a drink? Hey, everybody wants a drink. And, he's, and Steve is just, and just fucking passing out drinks to everybody. And I'm like, dude, I get a guy next to me. I'm like, dude, what do you guys do? And he goes, listen, you ever read the newspaper? Yeah. He goes, you know when trouble goes down in the world? I'm like, yeah. And somebody needs to be shot in the face? <laughs> yeah. He's like, we probably have something to do with that. You want a drink? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so we get another drink, and I'm and I'm like, I'm I'm just hammering drinks, sitting in the corner, just looking at these dudes. Like, man, they're embedded in Somali. Seven months, man, in deep cover. They haven't had alcohol. They haven't had a shower. They haven't shaved. Their hair is long. They've been killing people. So, like, it was just the whole thing was just mind blowing to me, man. And I'm sitting on the corner, just like taking all this in. And people are starting to dissipate, and the party's starting to wind down. It's like three or four in the morning or whatever. And Steve's like, come on. Who wants a drink? Everybody wants to come on. Come on, Tom Selleck. Don't be a pussy. Dude, I am not lying to you. For a second and a half, Tom Selleck got a look on his face that I pray none of you ever see. And I'm just like, Steve, we got to get the fuck out of here <laughs> right now before you get us fucking killed. So Steve's just like, all right, we're out of here. We leave. We leave. So it's like three o'clock in the morning and we go home and we just. I know it's like three left at three, like four o'clock in the morning. Like that was a fucking great night, man. Let's. This was a good time. I'm glad we came. I'll see you later. I go into bed. Eight o'clock in the morning. Let's get up. We gotta go to the canine unit. Ooh. I'm fu- hungover like nobody's business. I've been drinking so long. Steve's still drunk. Right. <laughs> I step outside. It's eight o'clock in the morning. It's 130 degrees. I almost puke from the heat alone. 
we drive across to the canine unit and uh, we meet the dog, which is a German shepherd. Can you get this going, uh, Walker? Yeah, we meet this dog, it's a German shepherd, and he's just like, Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Pause it. Uh, and he was really nice to me. And then I put on the, uh, the bite suit. Does anybody know what a bite suit is? Okay, so I put that on, and that dog was just like, right at me. So uh, this is the nice lady who uh, invited me down to put on the bite suit and meet the canine dog. This is uh, 8 o'clock in the morning, Djibouti, North Africa, 120 degrees. Walker. Thank you. You want to start Graham's speech again? Right here, she has to put pressure on the jaws to release the jaw. Tastes good, Murray. Nicely done, Murray. What? Nicely done. Thank you. Impressive. I did to be hung over. <laughs> uh, that was, uh, shout out to the K9 unit. I forget her name. She was awesome. There's actually longer footage of that, but I don't want to bore you guys with me throwing up. Uh, so that was my trip over. It was really awesome. It was really one of my favorite trips I've ever done, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. So um, what, the, what the, both all the, uh, I ran into a bunch of Australians, but all our troops don't endure over there, man. Fucking no internet, no TV. I went to a base, I visited a base where they only had House Party 2 to watch. <laughs> no lie. And every Thursday night they did it, and they acted it out like fucking uh, was it Rocky Horror Picture Show. So... <laughs> So that was great, but that was that was that was my last trip, and it's glad to be. Actually, I just got back from a different uh, road gig. I was up in Oroville, California, and uh, it was like where uh, Sons of Anarchy meets Ducks Dynasty. So <laughs> go back there any day of the week. All right, okay. So that was it. All right, so let's let's this show go. All right, you know what? Really, I, I this is so. St I'm so sorry, guys. I have to say this. Um, originally, I don't know if you guys know. Um, uh, I was supposed to have Greg Barrett on this week uh, for the show, and. Uh, Sister passed away and uh, didn't get the time. So, 
Kristen, and uh, Greg will be in on Sunday for a walk in the room. So go see that on Sunday. All right, let's get this show going. Australia is in the house. Let's get all three comics up here. My three favorite Australian comedians, Monty Franklin, Will Anderson, and Jim Short. <laughs> Pick up your mics. I know, I don't take your, your pick on a mic. That's, no, don't keep the momentum going or anything. Keep that, <laughs> don't want to. I, I, I love, no, I mean, okay, firstly, that was great footage and I loved it. <laughs> but like, that was like a, like, you know, an army attack dog, right? That's yeah, yeah. literally just what happens when I get home with my dogs at the front door. <laughs> And they're fucking French bulldogs, and they will knock me over like that. <laughs> I want to thank you guys. Everybody's been on the show before, so I'm, I'm glad to have you guys back on. Um, I've known uh, Will's been on the show. Uh, we've hung out a lot at the podcast festival, so thanks for coming back, Will. Uh, Jim and I have done gigs to get Jim's fallen off the back of the stage. That's fine. It's tricky. I mean, this really does look like a boy band who've come back for an acoustic tour. <laughs> this is the launch. <laughs> this Hi, is... we used to be men. <laughs> Our manager who did nasty things to us and stole our money just died and we can finally get back out and do our songs. When we come back what, from what, the break. What, what? When we come back from the break, Jim discovers drugs. That's a VH1 uh, behind the music thing. <laughs> what started in their garage ended in an alley. He doesn't he have a bottle opener? Oh, yeah, I've, I've got a lighter. I can open it with my lighter. Oh, I've got a bottle opener. Fancy. There you go. Well, you can save your lighter. What better way to celebrate the return of uh, MacGyver <laughs> than to reboot right here, these blokes. Australia's, I mean, nothing's going to keep the cap on a beer. Did you use the microphone for that? No, this is the like, property of the podcast festival. <laughs> I'm respectful of that. I did it with my cigarette lighter. All right. I, I don't want to have uh, Monty. Uh, like I said, Jim and I've done a few shows. I've done a ton of shows with Monty. And uh, I have two, I've, this is Monty Franklin, everybody. Hi, I have two stories about Monty. Uh, would you want the cute one or you want the gross one? What, the, what a cute one? What the fuck? <laughs> I'll give you the cute one because the gross one has to do with me. Uh, we're doing a show. And by the way, you guys are the judge and jury on this, okay? Because this is Australian. This is your mate. Do we going to wear wigs? What? what? Do we have to wear those wigs? <laughs> you do that in Australia? Yeah. All right. I don't know anything about wigs. Australia. <laughs> what the fuck's going on here? We're, de we're just settling in. It'll get good in a minute. Yeah, hold on. <laughs> I brought my video, too. Sorry. I got, I got we're, all, we're all immigrants, and Donald Trump built a wall to keep comedy out. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll, we'll tunnel in, and we'll be fine. We'll get going. It's all right. Give it a crack. You guys, uh, how many people are thinking about moving to Australia once Trump is in? <laughs> yeah. Once Trump is in, oh, you've wow, already made good... your mind up. Oh, I'd have you oh. been in, in, in America? Seriously, yes. all, all <laughs> over this country. You go outside Los Angeles and it's Trump uh, signs. Mate, you go outside LA in America and it's fucking weeks away from the Hunger Games. <laughs> 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 like weeks, literal weeks. People are choosing their weapons. <laughs> so I met Monty, uh, I don't know, a few years ago. And uh, we would do, I do this tour of all comics who surf. And Monty's from Australia, so obviously he's on it. And... Uh, and we're, uh, we're doing a show down in, I think it's the Bray Improv. Yeah. And uh, uh, comics tend to sell stuff after shows to make a little extra cash. Sometimes they sell a CD. Rusty Cal, you can get it over at the merch table this weekend. And uh, thank you very much. <laughs> One person bought it. And uh, 
Is this your cute story or your gross story? This is uh, this is cute. You guys decide if it's gross. Okay. It sounds gross. And so, well, it has to do with you. And so Monty comes in with this huge fucking box, cardboard box, right? Uh-huh. And he and I go, what is that? And he goes, oh, I'm thinking about, and I don't do accents, um, but I'm going to try. <laughs> I think about selling these things after my. It's English. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. That it's is British. so that's fucking racist. Yellow submarine. <laughs> that is racist. What you just did. That is Aussie face you've just put on there. You have Aussied up. You might as well be playing a fucking outback steakhouse ad. You racist. <laughs> Blooming asshole. Yeah. That was offensive to my people. <laughs> Uh, so Monty pulls out this box. He says, "I'm, I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about selling these after the show, mate." And uh, oh, I love how you're dropping you go, mate right? like yeah. that fucking oh, helps. That sold the accent. Hold well on. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Cheers, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so Monty goes, "I do this. I'm not gonna do the accent anymore." So Monty goes, "I, I, I do this joke about koala bears having chlamydia." Yeah, yeah, I do this joke. Koalas about- have chlamydia. That's not yeah. a joke, all right? All right. Yeah, they, they, firstly, they have chlamydia, and secondly, they're not fucking bears. Stop that talk as yeah. well. Yeah. And how'd you find out? Yeah, they're not koala bears. <laughs> <laughs> that was an awkward call from the doctor. <laughs> Murray, uh, I've got to talk to you, love. Yeah, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't count if it's cheating, if it's an animal, if it's cheating. So, Marty. <laughs> Marty. You know that Murray's first TV credit was the Ricky Lake show. <laughs> <laughs> so you fucked a koala. We've got the results here. Was We've got the koala here. Come on out. Was that comedy animal dating show, Beast Hilarity? It's <laughs> good. That's good. That was good. That's pretty good. I thought that was pretty good. That went over my head. I'm not going to lie. Beast Hilarity? Yeah. Bestiality. Beast oh, right. Bestiality. Right. Oh, you want to talk about it? Come on, man. Uh, no, I'm offended. That's not what we call it. <laughs> In the Naambla. <laughs> that extra A is for animals. In, in Alabama, In the they, call, they call it Tinder. <laughs> Do not shit on our country, foreigner. Um, where was I? Oh, so Monty does this PSA about koala things, uh, having chlamydia. And he pulls out a little koala bear and he goes, I'm thinking about selling these after the show. And I'm like, what? You're going to sell koalas? Could you be more stereotypical Australian? That's like me going home and going to Australia and selling like Budweiser or Rebel Flags or, you know, and I, could you be any more fucking stereotypical Australian? And he goes up there and he does his, he does his bit and he does his bit about koalas. And uh, <laughs> he pulls out the koala bear. He goes, after the show, I'm going to sell these koala bears. And every woman in the audience went, oh. And I turned to my friend Joe, I'm like, he's going to make a fucking million dollars. <laughs> and after the show, he couldn't fucking keep them in the box, man. People like, I headlined and they just went right past me in my rusty cow CD and went right for the fucking little... Uh... Does anyone know what these koalas are? The little clip-on things? You put them on pencils yes. and shit? Yeah, yeah. That See, we a had lot of Americans grade. had them when they were kids. Right. And then it's a nostalgic thing. It's got nothing to do with Australia. I'm just... <laughs> or playing. sex. You're, you're, or sex. Yeah, or yeah. chlamydia. It's got nothing to do or, with that six shit you're you just, talking You're just about. reminding them of a very lovely part of their t- life, early on in their life, where they discovered Australia. You could be giving them a tiny Yahoo series. It'd be the same. <laughs> <laughs> well, Isn't that just a troll doll? Right. Yeah. <laughs> 
I used to sell. <laughs> you should just get a heap of troll dolls <laughs> and tell people. That's oh no, that's Mini Yahoo. <laughs> you want to buy a Mini Yahoo? Like Young Einstein. <laughs> I used to sell uh, shrimp for the Barbies, but it got really rank. <laughs> <laughs> the bucket of shrimp just sitting there on stage with the hot lights. <laughs> Nobody. Did you sell that after your Beast Hilarity show? Yeah, yeah, it was, it was a time. Yeah, that's, why the, that, that's why they smelled so bad. He fucked them first. <laughs> <laughs> so, <laughs> he originally picked up crabs. He knew it wasn't. But I, oh, come on. Anyway, whatever. I, was, like, I didn't bring it up. I just made it funny. Uh, I, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you guys do you sell anything, Will? Uh, after the show? No, I have dignity. <laughs> <laughs> Jim, you got you could got you, something. Could you imagine if they found out at the ABC that Will Anderson's selling clip-on koalas? It'll fucking what? His show is off. I mean, I even think the bit where you meet people after the gig. I only, only really realistically because. Like, I think I'm a disappointment in real life. Like, the bit that you've paid to come and see is the bit that's on stage. And then that awkward bit later where you're meeting the audience and stuff. Like, I don't have anything particularly funny or amusing to say then. So I'm just like, you don't, you don't want to, like, I don't want to go to a Radiohead gig and, like, have the greatest fucking gig of my entire life. And then on the way to the car, I awkwardly stumble into Tom York in the car park. And we have nothing <laughs> He's there with that top. dodgy eye. Yeah, and I'm like, and I he's... don't know where to fucking look. And then I get all awkward. And then he's like, oh, I fucking don't like that guy. And now the guy who's the lead singer in my favourite band fucking hates me because we've had this weird, awkward interaction. And then I feel the need to contact him online. But that only makes it worse. And, uh... and he was trying to sell you a call. Koala. Right. Yeah. What the fuck are you doing? What's this? He's pitching the Benz after the, out of the trunk of his car. Yeah, you want to buy a CD? It's the Benz. Yeah, he's got a whole bunch of uh, old Pablo Honey CDs that he's trying to move out of his... You later than me. All right. You had to go one a little more obscure than me. Fine. Whatever. Whatever. All right. I have one more uh, Monty Franklin story that I can share with you guys since... Is this the sweet one or the, or the nasty this one? Is no, the, the other one was the cute one. The koalas. That was the cute one. Until somebody yeah. inadvertently fucked a koala, then it got gross. Uh, <laughs> it always ends that way. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's hard to inadvertently do it, though. Especially because you have to keep waking them up. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. That's the, that's, they, that's they the worst part about yeah. it. Because they're just like, they're like uh, you know, they're like Keith Richards in a tree. They're just... <laughs> you got to keep... Wake up, wake up. But they obviously I get mean, if only they got the chlamydia. It's borderline animal rape. Yeah. I mean, really. Yeah. <laughs> borderline animal rape was my other show. <laughs> Just after border security. Yeah. Um, it, was, yeah, it was literally on the border, which is why they could, you could get away with it. <laughs> it was, the animal has to be in one country. Do you guys find a lot of those stereotypes folly around when you tour America? Um, well, koalas definitely. I reckon yes. koalas is right. like koalas, kangaroos, koalas, outback steakhouse. Yeah, yeah, um, which is not an Australian thing. It's not. That's do people, a fucking do people myth. ask you guys? Because I've lived here uh, since I was very young. That, By the, the way, one, he's from Texas and still fucking talks like that. I know. Right? <laughs> the truth, hand to God. The one thing and most Americans have asked me about Australia through four, 35 years of living here is which way does the water go down the toilet? Do yep. you guys get that one? I'm like, yep. oh, we don't pay. We don't really don't look. It's not I, that I look, fascinating. But I, who told you guys at some point like the water goes a different way and that's been your fascination? Because the that's all we've had. We've had water down the toilet, Paul Hogan, um, someone else. Whacking and, um, Day, apparently. 
The Simpsons. Or Whacking Day? Yeah. No, that was wasn't Simpsons. Australian. Thing. It was in Australia? No, no it was the boot, mate. It was up. the boot. Was different. It was the what? It was the boot. It was the royal booting, the yes. The boot. Yeah, I was going to oh, boot okay. him. All right. What, 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 don't you guys have snakes that fucking run around and kill you? Yeah. yeah. They don't run, but... Um, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but I also... I Let's love go to this. the video. Let's go to the video. Every, every time in a... <laughs> Every time an American looks at, like, in Australia, and you hear this is the one you get all the time, I'd never go to Australia, too many dangerous animals. And I was like, literally look around your country. Yes. <laughs> like, there's, there, yeah, there's fucking heaps of sharks, but they're in the water. Like, if all the guns were in the water, <laughs> I'd be fine with you having fucking guns. I'd be like, won't go for a swim today, full of AK-47s. <laughs> and there'd still be one Aussie surfer going, nah, fuck it, I'll fucking punch the bullets away. That's all right, dude. <laughs> <laughs> the gun warning but they're off. all in the like snakes are mostly in the place snakes are like yeah we have all these dangerous animals but you rarely run into them yeah in you know where they are that's what I yeah. say to people they go doesn't everything just want to kill you and you go yeah, yeah. but you know not to go into a murky where it is buddy dank bit of water where a crocodile's gonna be you right. don't just go strolling in there you don't yeah. even have to go in those you can just go to Disney World here now oh there we go <laughs> I have a four year old fucking lighten up <laughs> And we and we went to we went to my wife's from Florida and uh, I, I we went to Florida right after that kid got attacked by the alligator and I look out the back and she's playing with my kid in a creek next to a creek behind her house like a dank gross creek and I'm like get him the, like I never got scared of that shit before I'm like get him out of the fucking gator creek I mean I feel like she was inspired <laughs> I feel I feel like it was the day before where she was marinating your child but right right I think that, like, it was, was the real issue. <laughs> Come here, babe. What did you call me? <laughs> I, uh, baby, 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 baby. Put on baby, your little baby, necklace of yeah. bacon. Just, yeah. <laughs> mate, mate, mate. Do you know what I get a lot here is, um, do you celebrate Christmas in Australia? Oh. No. No. <laughs> shit. I get that a lot. And I say, no, no, Jesus was only in the Northern Hemisphere. He didn't. <laughs> that is a very strange thing to say. Which we all know. He came over on the Mayflower and founded this fucking country. Yeah. <laughs> or Thanksgiving. I've had people ask me if we have oh, yeah, Thanksgiving. I get Thanksgiving you go, every now. We're no. not big on the, the pilgrims landing <laughs> yeah. in America. <laughs> it's less popular than Fourth of July. <laughs> Although I got to be honest, like the other thing, the thing about Christmas is it doesn't make sense when you think about it in Australia because it's really hot when we have Christmas yeah, and all the, the mythology. Food. You know, like I'm dreaming of a white Christmas meant something very different in Australia. <laughs> <laughs> it was more government policy up I until think. the 50s and 60s rather than a, <laughs> rather than a Christmas carol. <laughs> I, uh, it's coming around to that in this country. Don't worry about it. It's coming back to that. Who has a, uh, That's opener. because of global warming. It's in there. What? It's in there. It's it's put it down there. Hold on. Oh, I don't know. I lost the bottle where I put it. I need an assistant. All right. Sorry. Um, real quick, uh, what was the other thing I was going to tell Are you? Are you going to tell your other story? You're going to tell I know, another. because it's kind of gross and it has to deal with me, not him. Yeah, good. Okay. Wanna, All right. I don't want to do that. Well, story. it feels like the, 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 you've, you've brought it up this much means that you really do want to tell it. Because otherwise you would have not brought it up at well, all. I was <laughs> do, do you know the story? And now you've gone back to the beer. That's what I like. I like that you recognized your mistake but then lent into the wrong option. Who, who else went for the free drinks earlier by the pool besides myself? Okay. Yeah. I've been drinking since five. It's all right. I lied that. That was good. Just didn't know which one to go with. All right. He's oh. been drinking since five. All right. Age, age five. Age five. <laughs> Haven't had a day off. Like, I had a guy interviewed on the radio the other day who said, oh, if you have a drink every day, technically you're an alcoholic. And I was like, seriously? Is that... Is that... Anyway, whatever. Maybe that's an insight. 
an insight into my life more than anybody else's, but I was drinking and it was morning news, so... <laughs> So it was all news to you. Mate, I, I <laughs> got happened? my car stolen five years ago and I've never bought a new car because I discovered I love drinking during the day. <laughs> <laughs> How much time are you spending over here now? Do you live over here now? Yeah, half and half. I, I was in your apartment not too long ago. Hey, what? I was in your apartment. <laughs> oh, hold on. <laughs> this is the gross story he's going to talk about. <laughs> Monty was passed out. It was four o'clock in the afternoon. And uh, he had a koala with him. All right. So hang on. You were in my apartment. I was in your apartment. Uninvited by me. Uninvited by you. Somebody right. Was... But now, vampire style, you can come back whenever you want. Now that you've been invited in by somebody else. Oh, I didn't People realize don't that's, want no... that's the vampire thing, right? <laughs> you guys have vampires here? No, it's the opposite in Australia. It's mostly an Australian yeah. thing. Yeah. It's mostly an Australian thing. Vampires here. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Only come out in day in Australia. <laughs> And you, you suck their blood. That's how oh, yeah, it works down there. Completely backwards. No. no. <laughs> so how long are you, how long, you live over here now? Or you know, somebody call him a vampire bear. Those <laughs> <laughs> vampire bears are so cute. Yeah. It's not bears. not a bear. Uh, yeah, I, I, I live over here half the time. I, was, like, I know this is a Road Stories po uh, podcast, so I yeah. thought seeing there were some Aussies in... Like tonight on the panel, I could actually tell you an, an Aussie road story. I would like, love to hear an Aussie my, road story. My, uh, I think the greatest night I ever had on the road. Like, and this is an example of not me being great, but somebody who was working for me being great. So we were in an Australian place called Rockhampton. How would you describe Rockhampton? It's on the coast and it's a nice piece of shit. It's yeah. a nice piece of shit, though. Yeah. That, nice. he was, that dank play, he was talking about the snakes? Right? Yeah. 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 It's like... <laughs> It's it's one of those places that is it's like it's quite beautiful, but it's got a kind of fucked up evil aura. That's to the pretty town. much everywhere in Australia when you think about it. I mean, definitely when you go north, <laughs> it's very Wolf Creek. Yeah, mostly it's a bit Wolf Creaky. Yeah. <laughs> oh, inside Australia. So anyway, it's 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 a rough place. That's oh, all right. I'm gonna That's say. That's what you're saying. And we, uh, the next even night, with your accent, you make that sound lovely. Well, in the the next night, I had to do a gig in a place that was about a thousand kilometers away, so I had to catch a plane. And there was one plane to this next place. And well, I'm going, you know, I'm playing a big theater with my mate in town this next night, so we have to catch this plane at like seven o'clock in the morning. But uh, that gig in Rockhampton, the sound was going in and out. We had some technical problems, and it was like Tuesday night, but we were feeling shitty after a show. You're on the road, you're doing a bunch of dates, and been that one where the sound didn't work and you just pissed off and it wasn't really your fault. So we think we're going to go out and go drinking. It gets to midnight and everywhere is closed except for the local strip club, which becomes a nightclub because it's mostly like 50-50 men and women because it's the only place you can get a drink after midnight. But it's also a strip club, right? right. So we go down to this like strip club and the minute I walk through the door, the guy who runs this strip club is like, oh my God, I'm your biggest fan. You like all your drinks are free, do whatever you want tonight. Like just hang out at this club and just have the best night of your life. So we're drinking. So far the story's great. So it's five o'clock in the morning and we're, <laughs> and we're leaving, like we're stumbling out of the club, right? But the flight's not until seven. So we have this, that weird thing where we have like 45 minutes an hour where we just have to do nothing in a place where there's nothing to do. So, you know, you know what it's like? You just don't know what you do in that time. So I'm like, no, you know what? I'll have a power nap. I will have a power nap. Now, the first sign that something had gone terribly wrong <laughs> was when I woke up from my power nap refreshed. 
like, I was like, oh, that was a good sleep. And then immediately went, oh, that's a reason to panic, right? <laughs> Secondly, when my eyes open, it's clearly the middle of the day. It is not like six, seven o'clock in the morning. And there is no way for me to get this place. There's like a thousand people coming to see this show the next night. So now I'm in wild panic. So I go to grab things, but I can't find any of my shit because I'm not even in my hotel room. <laughs> like, I literally now discover I'm sleeping in a completely different... This is not, None of my stuff is there. I'm just there. I can't find anything, right? There's, there's a koala sitting there just smoking next to you. <laughs> just going, we, did, we, didn't, we didn't use a condom, a mate. Yeah. You have chlamydia. Yeah. Deal with it. Yeah, a dingo, there's a dingo with an icebox in my kidney just going out the door. <laughs> A dingo took my kidney. (laughs) (laughs) So I go into this, like, blind panic. Like, I have fucked this up, like, so supremely. And so I run out of, like, the room that I am in and I look outside and I'm like, oh, my God, not only am I not in my hotel room, I'm not in the hotel that I was staying in. So I have clearly come home after this big night out and I have gone to a different hotel, somehow got myself into somebody else's fucking room and just lay down and thought, well, this is my hotel room. And then I've woken up the next day in a different hotel in a fucking room. And then I realised, no, 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 I'm not in Rockhampton. I'm in Mackay, the place where we were doing the gig the next night. Somehow, my tour manager has managed to get me out of bed, onto a plane, (laughs) off a plane, checked into another hotel in a place that's a thousand kilometres away and put me to bed and I do not remember any of that happening. (laughs) I just went to bed in Rockhampton and fucking woke up in Mackay. That is the fucking best. Get him to do that every time. Well, no, this is not even the best bit. Apparently, I did a radio interview at 7 (laughs) a.m. I'm going to keep this over here. I'm going to keep the beer over here for the rest of the night. I was at Road Stories, and then I woke up in a hotel in West Hollywood. That's amazing. I had a guy on here, I won't tell his story. His name's Jesse Joyce. He's a funny dude. He drove from North Carolina to Chicago and did the same thing. He passed out in his bedroom in North Carolina and woke up in Chicago, went down to get his car, couldn't find his car. And he's like, oh, shit, I'm in Chicago. I don't remember driving that far. He flew. Doesn't sound as cute as Will's story, does it? I know, right? I mean, unless unless I had flown the plane. (laughs) At this point, who knows? (laughs) I mean, I can't say I didn't. Right. Uh, I forgot to (laughs) wait for those pictures to show up. Yeah. I forgot to make an announcement at the top of the show. I'm sorry. Everybody live streaming at home, uh, tweet me at at MurrayV if you have any questions or if you're in the fucking audience here. Uh, Tweet me at MurrayV if you have any questions or anything. Some people had already started. but to Did you, you listen to this radio show? Have you listened to it? No, I, I would love to hear it. I would actually love you gotta to, be able find, to it. find it, right? Someone, someone will be able to find Somebody it. can find it. Was it in, it was in Mackay? You did it? Yeah, so it would have been for, yeah, I would have been plugging the gig in Mackay that yeah. night. So, so it would have been for some local Mackay <laughs> radio station. <laughs> I mean, I can't even imagine. Comedia Koala, fucking Maybe it only lasted like 10 minutes. They're like, let's get this guy out of here. <laughs> he was great. Maybe they loved you. 
I mean, I, the only other time I did anything similar was um, I was in Byron Bay, which is like this quite like you know wonderfully kind of like spiritual place in in Australia. And uh, me and my friend had taken a whole bunch of magic mushrooms, and um, uh, we'd been doing it for a couple of days. And like when we started doing it, I days. had not. <laughs> Oh, you know what? They're very casually throwing that out there. <laughs> yeah, we've been doing it for a couple of days. <laughs> that had not been our intention, but they are very Moorish. <laughs> and I, uh, <laughs> like, well, I hadn't set out going, I'm going to do this again tomorrow. Like, sober me was like, no, one day will be enough. Right. But on mushrooms, me had other eye plans and ideas. <laughs> He's a much more adventurous thinker than sober me. <laughs> So <laughs> what I hadn't realised was I was meant to be doing a, a, like a, a, an interview on the radio for this brand new job that I got. Right. So I was on the end of like a two-day mushroom bender. Like doing, that was the only other time that I did something. Oh, no, actually, all right, one more. <laughs> one, uh, one more and then I'm Line done. Line them up, one Jim, more, you're next. I'm done. Jim, you're next. Line it up. Okay, um, I'd say, uh, do, do you know what the big day out is? It's like Lollapalooza. Yeah, it's yeah. like a big Australian music festival. And I used to work... All in excess. I used to... Yeah, Sorry, a little ACDC. Yeah, inexcessive, they call it. <laughs> it's a massive day of inexcess. Don't hang around. But, oh, what? Too soon? Yeah, I like it too it. soon? I like it. That gets Come on. Belter. He killed Belter. himself masturbating. It's Belter. funny. It's that, always is road, funny. that is road stories approved, that joke Come right on. there. Yeah, that exactly. Is, yes. Come on, guys. I like everything about it. Yeah, he died doing what he loved. Yes. Himself. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> anyway, all right. So, spoilers. Uh, <laughs> so uh, I used to work on this radio station in Australia that was like a youth music radio station and so uh, we would go on the big day out tour which would go to each of the big capital cities in Australia but we would do all our interviews for the tour on the first day so the first day was the Gold Coast big day out which was a Sunday and we would have to radio the next morning at 5am because of the time difference we'd have to be on air at 5am sure. so every year me and my partner would do interviews all day but once the interviews were done with the bands one of us was allowed to get fucked up and the other one had to keep, so we'd swap it year to year because one of us had to drive smart, back and be very cool, smart, guys. and the other good one way. was allowed to have a good time and get fucked up. Right, right. So this was my year where I was not driving. What a surprise! <laughs> so um, uh, I've we finished all the interviews, and the last interview we were meant to be doing was with the band The Strokes, mm -hmm. but they cancelled. So they've gone on stage, and so we're done for the night. And so I go into like the VIP tent, and this girl that I do not know. Like in something that, like if this was told in a different way, this story, it would actually be a really terrible story. But like I'm telling it with joy so you can enjoy it. But <laughs> a complete stranger drugged me. Like really that's what happened. Like somebody that I don't know and I had never met came up to me and kicked random drugs into my mouth. Now, I swallowed them because she was hot. Right. But, <laughs> but technically if you told that story in a different way, it could come off a lot worse than it was. But anyway, she gave me like ecstasy and acid. Together, right, and so she kissed them into my mouth, and I, now I'm watching Metallica out in this field as a lightning storm starts, as I'm starting to trip fucking off my head. I'm like, so Metallica playing, and like lightning's coming out of the stage, and I'm like, this is the greatest day of my entire life. And then I get a tap on my shoulder, and it's my on-air radio partner going, oh, the stroke's finished, and they've decided they want to do the interview. <laughs> so. So now I have to go and interview the Strokes while I'm like completely tripping off my head, right? right so right. they've taken us back to a dressing room to like get ready and we're in the dressing room of the band The Darkness and we're sitting around waiting and anyway the Strokes come in and it turns out the interview go goes quite well. Turns out being off your head on acid is a really good way to connect with the dudes from the Strokes. <laughs> <laughs> 
Who would have known, right? But we're doing, we're doing this interview and it all goes well. But the next morning I go into the radio and we're going through the bags to try to get the equipment to like put the interviews on air. And I start unpacking and there's these like full bottles of like Jack Daniels and like vodka and all this stuff, like full bottles, like just in the equipment. And I'm saying to Adam, my on-air partner, where the fuck did this shit come from? And he's like, do you not remember? And I'm like, no. And he goes, oh, we were waiting for the strokes and we were in the darkness's dressing room and you were like, we should steal their rider. <laughs> so I had like stolen the darkness's rider. And all right, that's it. That, so they were my what? stories. You got booze, you got leotards. Yeah, Aquanet, Aquanet, yeah. hey. A lot of 70s albums that they said, no, copy you're, this. You're, you're, you're really, you're like shitty road stories are like, are awesome. Are so much, so much better than running out of gas stories, on the yeah. five freeway. Like, <laughs> I got people on this show, it's like, yeah, I was doing my set and somebody threw a full beer mug at me. You know, I got jumped after a show. I ended up in jail. You're like, no, nah, I was tripping with the strokes. I got kiss drugged, which is not even a fucking phrase. <laughs> That's why the koalas are so sleepy. <laughs> I, uh... <laughs> I got kiss drugged. Now, Jim, you're not a big drug. You haven't. Is anybody ever? Oh, I got to follow that. <laughs> I I pulled pork sandwiches with Bill Hicks. Well, that's pretty that's, good. That's, 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 we'll in take front, that right there. In front of an Elvis jumpsuit. All right. Well, you pulled pork sandwiches? I think that's what <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was really quite, it was really quite lovely. Yeah. Well, did, you, did you both have the same sandwich, do you think? No, we didn't Remember. share the sandwich. No, but like, do you think you ordered the same thing or would you have ordered different things? Uh, I remember, yeah, I think we both had one. Did you yeah. order it? And then we he was looking, like, I'll have that. We were that. looking for a Stevie Ray Vaughan guitar. Okay. And we were in Dallas. Were you in a hard we rock ended up casino? Going to the hard rock because they thought, well, right. maybe. Of course they didn't. But they had a they had an Elvis jumpsuit in a case. And I saw Bill Hicks get down on his knees and genuflect in front of it. Nice. Nice. You worked a lot with Bill, didn't you? Oh, just that one. I, I saw him a bunch. How many times you work with him? <laughs> How many times you see him? I saw him Has once. Anybody ever seen Did him? You see him once? I saw him once. Yeah. As part of a lineup show at the Canberra Theatre, the Melbourne Comedy Festival, when he came out and played Melbourne, I they used to, to do him, a comedy uh, yeah. road show. And I was at university and I went to see that show. Yeah. Didn't know, like, I mean, didn't go along going, hey, I know Bill Hicks. And this is like, like when I later learned about Bill Hicks, I was able to look back and go, oh, that was Bill Hicks. I, right. I saw him, uh, the last time I saw him was right after he'd been in, in Melbourne. I saw him in Austin. And uh, he said, oh, I've just seen. I wasn't quite sure about it, but everyone was so nice. Anything, anything, he said, he said you could go, uh, I'm going to have a shit in the street. I'll go for your life, mate. Enjoy what you say. <laughs> they were so accommodating. That was his story. That's because we're uh, all kiss drugging each other and fucking koalas. We're sick. <laughs> it was the same way up in Oroville, Northern California last week. <laughs> it's always a great review of a place where the review is you can shit in the street and they're fine with it. <laughs> Have you guys ever done like I because I, I could I can't smoke pot anymore. I used to smoke pot in high school and college, and then I took a bunch of years off, and then the chronic came out, and now I smoke weed and I cry. I don't know. It's just it's way too powerful. I'll smoke pot. I'll laugh for twenty minutes. I'll wonder why I'm the only person laughing. I'll cry. I'll go to bed and then question every uh, move I made in my life. So I, just, I can't. I just feel like uh, any intervention of Will Anderson at, at by the end of it. 
all the people there are going to be turning around like, fucking mouse, keep going. Keep going <laughs> oh, right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> We're going to get in with you. Right. I feel like most of my audience have been enablers. <laughs> <laughs> I, feel, I like to see, like, well, like, in the NA program in 10 years, like, what was your bottom? Well, I was snorting with uh, Stevie Nicks, and I got flown on a private jet uh, to Wisconsin, and uh, there I was met with a bunch of hookers, and... Uh, <laughs> They gave me a lot of money, and I was just like, I'm done with this shit. I mean, when you're ordering hookers by the bunch, that's a lot. <laughs> so, I mean, you should at the very least consider your hookers individually. That's a little excessive. Yeah, I feel like that's it. just like, well, you're not it's even... Called a, it's called a sheen of uh, hookers. Yeah. <laughs> it's 13. It's like yeah, a dozen, fair, yeah. but the one. The Charlie's dozen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Hats, hats off to the Sheen reference. I, yeah. I would have thought that would have killed five years ago, but it still worked in 2006. No, I'm being serious. I, well, this brings me to my next question. This brings me to my next question. You guys, as uh, foreigners, let's be honest. Uh, <laughs> Look up, let's make America great again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, listen, <laughs> yeah. listen, listen. Yeah. I think we all know we're all Trump supporters here at the Road Stories podcast, and uh, we'd like to close <laughs> off. We'd like to close off with a with a prayer and an offering. Um, do you guys think you can get away with more with your accents over here than you could? No. All right. Next question from some. Look, there's nobody in that chair. Who said that? It's the chair that Clint Eastwood spoke to. Again, 2014, but yet in 16, you get fucking kills. Some shit never goes away, does 12, it? sorry. It was good. But do you guys think you can get away with that a I think, little bit more? I think so. I've got out a parking ticket and stuff before. Oh, Jesus Christ. I was talking about comedy. Really? Huh? You show her your tits? <laughs> we were in a green room. Monty and I were in a green room. I, do you remember this at the this Ice is House? The, this what? Is this another gross one? Right? Is this the gross one? Yeah, just, well, it kind of could have gotten Just got say it then. Everyone wants to hear Monty, it. Monty and I were in a green room, and this oh. and this this chick was hosting, and she kept... Oh, whoa, whoa. whoa. Yeah, whoa. 2016, mate. Oh, I'm Jesus, sorry. Man. You're right. You're right. Just because you couldn't get any women for your podcast doesn't mean you have to hate them. I apologize. I apologize. This midget chick was hosting. Okay. And she... Unpucker your butts, people. Uh, This girl... Listen, this this girl was hosting, and she's like, oh, my God, Monty, you're so hot. Oh, my God, take off your shirt. Monty, take off your shirt. Will you just take off your shirt? If I go up... When I go up and close it, will you come up here and take off your shirt? Do you remember that? No, I don't remember this. What the fuck are you talking about? Did I dream it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. No, Actually, I, I, uh, feel, I feel like that happens to Monty so often, he just doesn't he realize. Just doesn't realize. Right, right. Like, yeah, one of the times, plus, I guess. you drank so much, it was you. <laughs> I don't like being called chick. <laughs> I find it offensive. He does. But he you're... Does. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> he only remembers when somebody doesn't ask him to just robe. Right? Do you remember what I'm talking about? What happened? What did I do? It was the ice house in Pasadena. And some chick was... Woman. Sorry. Some com- some comedian. Complete. Sorry. Come on. It's right. 2016. Exactly, guys. Come you on. don't remember that at all? No, I don't remember if that. If some girl begged me to take off my shirt, I would remember that. You don't remember that? No, I don't remember that. Geist. My wife begs me to put my shirt back on. <laughs> really? You don't re- I can't believe you don't remember that. Me too. Believe yeah. it. Well, all right. Sorry about that. Welcome back. Your chair is speaking for you. All right. So anyway, do you guys feel like you can get away with a lot? With your accents. I got kidnapped in Mexico and got away with it because of my accent. Hang on, what? Here we go. That's uh, somewhere you want to be able right. to take your show. I don't believe you, but... Have I, mean, I not told you this story? No. Okay. How do you remember it? Did they ask you to take off your shirt? I think so. 
Well, are you yeah, serious? A bunch of chicks in Mexico kidnapped me. No, I've all right. Okay, so Chiquitas. I was twenty-five. I was in a. <laughs> are you serious? Yeah, I'll tell you the story if you shut up. Is that comedy? Does it have Does it have anything to do with comedy? I'll try and make it funny. If it doesn't sound like it's funny, you can. <laughs> You can stop me if it's already shit. got the Mexican cartel involved. It should be hilarious. <laughs> or, or we'll throw an animal sex. Uh, yeah, all right. We'll, we'll help out. Probably going to be a donkey, right. so prepare yourself. I was 25. I was in Cancun in Mexico with another Australian friend of mine, Troy Kinney. You guys know Troy? Yeah, no. Will does. Anyway, no. um, he's a we very were funny comedian. Check funny out guy. his stuff on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> he we're at a, a TV show, Kinney. Been... <laughs> okay. Named after him. Anyway. So, Which is yeah, handy. I'm, at, I'm there with that guy. And, um, I'm Wikipedia. We, uh, <laughs> I'm the footnotes of your story. It's good. It's you good. can just come over to Wilkipedia over it's here. Uh, <laughs> Wilkipedia. Yeah. Come on, don't groan puns, admire the speed. All right, anyway, we're at a, we're at a place called Coco Bongos in uh, Cancun. And this, this I can't believe I got back. shit oh, for yeah. saying chick and you're, you can go to a place called Coco Bongos. Shut up. I went to a place called Coco Bongos and it was $40 or you can drink at the door. And I remember oh, thinking... It's a classy place. Yeah, I remember thinking, holy shit, I, I'm going to make money here somehow. That's what I thought right. in my head. <laughs> and I they, went in there... They're going to pay you to leave. Yeah. Well, fucking... You, obviously, there's a drinking problem in Australia. If you, guys, if you guys look up the Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest drinking of a yard glass of beer, the name is Bob Hawke. That was the Prime Minister of Australia. <laughs> the fastest drinker of beer on the planet. We decided, well, he's the fastest. You're in the top spot. Go. You make the decisions. There's a problem. You guys know Vegemite? Yeah. Let me tell you what Vegemite is, okay? okay? In the 1700s, when Australia was first being colonised, we per capita drank more beer than any civilization in the history of mankind. This was in prison. Yes, in the, pri- in the prison colony that we all were living in. So there's empty beer barrels everywhere. Empty beer barrels collect about that much sediment at the bottom. They didn't know what to do with all that, so they chucked in salt and churned it up, and that's what Vegemite is. They put it on bread, okay? It's the bottom part of beer barrels. We feed that shit to children. So from six months old, my mother is building up my tolerance level for alcohol. Eat your Vegemite. You're going to have to drink a lot of beer if you want to become prime minister. <laughs> so, so, I'm in Coco Bongos. We got way too drunk. This is where the story gets a bit rough. But um, the, the bouncers came and they separated me and my friend. Troy put one side and they took me out the back and down some stairs. And then I, I passed out for a little while. I was pretty drunk. And I, when I came to, I was in the back of a large truck, like an F-350, like a big truck. Bench seats either side. There was a guy sitting across from me in camouflage gear with an AK and a guy sitting next to me in a suit and he had a handgun pointed to my head. And he said, how much money do you have? And I went, oh, fuck. And he said, how much money do your parents have? And I went, oh, this isn't good. Now, that's when when drunk confidence kicked in. You guys guys know drunk confidence? That's when you say shit or do shit you wouldn't ordinarily do, but because you're drunk, you think, I can get away with this. I can dance right now. I can climb up that tree. Of course I can. So I hit the gun away from my head. Like a baby that was done breastfeeding. I just got. <laughs> and I said to the guy, I've gone, I've got no family. They're all dead. Go back and get someone else. And they all, they looked very strange at me. And they started punching the shit out of me on the bottom of the truck. And they said, you know how much money, uh, trouble you're in. They had the gun in my mouth and all stuff like that. They were trying to intimidate me. And I didn't move. I just stone cold like this going, I've got no family. I've got nothing. And then they, uh, we drove for ages. We got to a, um, a, a parking lot, a car, a car park. <laughs> 
they kicked us. They kicked me out. There was another guy standing there with a handgun pointed at me, and he had the trunk of his car open, and he said, "Take off your shirt." Yeah. <laughs> he said, "Take off your shirt." So just take off. Put the shirt, koala down. Take off no. your shirt. <laughs> he said, "Get in the back of the car," and I said, "There's no way I'm getting in the back of that car." And they st- both started punching me, all of them. And then I, I passed out for a while because of the violence. And when I came to, I was walking along like a dusty road, and I had no shoes on, nothing. I just, just was in board shorts. I flagged down a taxi, and I got back to my hotel. This was 3 o'clock the next day. I'd been gone for 12 hours. That's how long they'd taken me for. And I got back to the hotel, and I walked into where Troy, my friend, was sleeping still. And I woke him up, and I said, you know what happened to me last night? And he said, you know what happened to me last night? <laughs> and I went, oh, no, what happened to you? And he said, ah, oh. on the way home, I, I bought a hot dog, and I fell asleep while I was eating the hot dog. <laughs> And I looked down, and he had half a hot dog on his chest. And I went, okay, do you know what happened to me last night? I mean, on any other night, that hot dog story would have been a good story. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the thing. That's a solid story. And then, like, he's woken up with a solid fucking story. Right, right. Then there was a, fucking, he probably like, woke up hours before right. and said, oh, I'm going to leave this I'm going to keep the, the fucking hot dog here. <laughs> Monty's going to love this. <laughs> there was a rustling in the other part of the room, and Will Anderson walked in and went, fucking, where am I? <laughs> Hashtag that, hot dog shit. Mate, I have never stayed in a hostel. <laughs> But I, uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm picturing okay. a, a hotel with many oh, rooms. Okay. In it. Hey, I got a question oh, from uh, I low-classed Will Anderson. Sure, sure, there, sure. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 it wasn't awesome. Yeah, we got a question from uh, at. Hold on a second, sorry. I don't know how I work Twitter at wwntfcd. Fucking come up with a name. Wait, oh, who is it? Yeah, it's Foam Corner. Is that a bed mattress place? Did you, did you just tweet it here? Phone corner. Is that you guys? Is it something to do with How do you know this fucking guy? What? What the fuck just happened here? Hold on. What's going on? I mean, Is there I some feel, sort of like Australian bed thing happening here that I don't know about? No, it's foam. It's like no, foam. I, on I feel beer. like yeah. I feel like you've now got ads in your podcast. Oh no. <laughs> This All is, right. That's, a, that's a new viral marketing. <laughs> I avoided They're not that paying model. for podcast ads. They just bought podcast tickets for Podfest. Oh, and they're just going to yell out, Squarespace during We'll beat your price. We'll beat your price. Or your mattress is free. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. You're killing me, Larry. It's <laughs> a local LA joke. All right. It's good. All right. So this is from some sort of mattress lover. Nighttime phone corner. What is that? What is that? What is nighttime phone corner? It's family, right? Familiar. That Fomilia. means family, right? It's familiar. It's familiar. It's, oh, what is that? I don't know. Why I'm are you guys helping. fucking speaking in riddles? I don't understand <laughs> this. Oh, we're stoked to have you. I just wish you'd tell me what the fuck this means. <laughs> All right, I mean, well, you, you yelled out about I've it. I've got to be honest with you. You've come very aggressively out of that. Did I get a little bit? Was it a little yeah, rough? I mean, you came back at it with like a was level of aggression that I thought was like, you know what? She was I just, just had my braces adjusted and it hurts my head. So I'm a little, I'm a little, I'm a little edgy. It does, is that what really happens? Do you have to get them like... Yeah, because you get a constant headache and you just get very aggressive. Oh, is that re- really? Yeah, Do you yeah. take something for your headache? I'm sorry? Do you take something for your headache? What do you got? Will. <laughs> I got some mushrooms and maybe some crack. I don't know. You ever tried DMT? That'll fucking... DMT? Yeah, that'll knock your head out. Is that the stuff they kill the bugs with? I mean, if they do, they die fucking happy. Is that DDT? Sorry, that's DDT. Kids, 
Stay still off works. DDT. Still works. Stay off DDT. I just remember it from uh, Centipede, the, uh, the yeah. video game. Yeah. Right. The, You're the nerds. You centipede? should have got that. Familia. All right, I have no idea what the fuck okay. foam corner is, but we're going to answer the goddamn question yeah, anyway. Yeah, what was the question? And I'm sorry I was aggressive. Say, thank say you, thank you for coming all over the country. We do love doing this for you guys. <laughs> what, where'd they come from? Yeah, I'm not, not asking them any more fucking you, questions. I look like the bad guy every time I ask where'd a question. Where'd you come from? Where did they you don't come answer. from? Ah, oh, oh, so you no, like the stripper that's, story. That's not across the country, is it? Right? Yeah. Oh, no, seriously, I worked at Helium. I worked at Helium last year or two years ago, and, I, and uh, surprisingly, the set didn't go well. And, and, and I went down for the second show. I'm like, I'm going to go redo my, my, my set. And so I walked to the bar next door, two doors down, and I walk in, and it looked like a normal bar. And I'm writing out my set, and I look up, and there's a girl spinning on the pole. And it's the, 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 Portland has the highest uh, strip clubs in all the country, right? Yeah. The highest? The highest. <laughs> they the all highest, have to be above the 12th level, floor. Level. Right. That's like the, the law. Like the pole is higher or something? Do they <laughs> Listen, take start it, higher up? Take it, take higher? Are they Did smoking you know, weed? In, in Australia, they actually go around the pole the opposite the direction. I'm Portland. I'm doing my set. She's naked, spinning on the pole the right way. And... Uh, she gets off, fully naked, by the way, fully naked. She gets off stage, comes out, stands next to me, and starts eating a plate of nachos. Uh-huh. <laughs> naked. Fully naked. I couldn't eat a plate of nachos. What sort naked. of nachos? What? I think oh, sorry, have I beans. asked the wrong question? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, were they meat nachos or vegetarian nachos? I would have probably gone meat, right? Yeah, Portland's meat. A, well, I know it's Portland. They're a little hippy-dippy. I know it's gluten-free. I mean, what I do you just, mean, no? You guys are so hip. Why is me and Familia fighting all night? This is a, I, feel, I feel bad. She, apparently, she came from Portland. And it got really tense in here. <laughs> now, remember I got attacked by a dog and you guys liked me? <laughs> all right, thank you very much. I got awkward all of a sudden. I'm sorry, I interrupted somebody. What was the fucking question? Yeah, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> What's the guy's question? Like, it's so frustrating. Yeah, yeah. I mean... Hold on. <laughs> I ask, feel like this bit where ask you her, ask, ask for questions and then don't know how to deal with it <laughs> yeah. has really added to the show. <laughs> uh, oh, and this ain't even that great. All right. Everyone just tweet in some shit so we can yell at the people in the audience. I know. Everybody tweet in stuff so I can yell at them. I apologize. All right. I'm going to skip over theirs. But, well, does, does, oh, does, I'm do not. We have, do we have questions guys, out here? Hold on. I got one right oh, here. Okay. Uh, foam mephilia. Hold on. Now I lost it. Hold on. I'm against All right, your best or worst tackle from Nighttime Foam Corner, which is a religion in Portland. Um, okay. Wait, isn't that the name of the strip club you ate the steak at? Nighttime Foam Corner? I, I, I definitely, like, uh, the, the best tackle I ever heard, like, there's no doubt about it, in, in, uh, was I was at a place called the um, Eskew Hotel in uh, St Kilda in Melbourne, and uh, they used to do open mic comedy there, and it was uh, uh, two days after 9-11. So, um, this is going to be great. Yeah. So uh, there was a which is just nine eleven to you guys. Yeah. Well, do you celebrate that? It was actually thirteen nine, probably. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's yeah. It's September eleven, so it's not even nine eleven. It's eleven nine, right? That's, like nine eleven is the 9th of November. All right. It's eleven nine. Right? <laughs> eleven nine. Never yeah. forget. Yeah. <laughs> 
So um, uh, uh, I um, I was doing this set at this gig, and and this comedian called Crazy E got up there and started like, oh no, sorry, it wasn't after nine eleven. It was after a, a, Australia's last gun massacre, the Port Arthur gun massacre, which was when we banned our guns in Australia after this guy shot all these. And people. it doesn't work. <laughs> Nice I mean, try. We're not buying that shit over here. Trump 2016. Hashtag. Hashtag so, make America great again with your hats in China. So this guy, uh, Crazy E, did some, did some jokes, some topical jokes about the Port Arthur massacre. And uh, the, the uh, audience weren't really into it. Uh, <laughs> and then these people down the front heckled, oh, come on, mate, that's unfair. My brother died at Port Arthur. So if you want a heckle that will destroy a room, like the fact that, like, now, if you thought about that for one second, you would know that that could not possibly be true because there is no one who's like, my brother was murdered in Australia's greatest, like, you know, murder of all time. So it's like, <laughs> fuck, you know, I'll heal this hole in my heart. Open mic stand-up comedy <laughs> at the SBI Hotel on a Sunday. I've got $5 to make it all right again. So anyway, so clearly they were trying to ruin the show and they got kicked out. So there's a halftime break. And everyone kind of gathers, and then in the second half, it's got. So there's this comedian called Jed Wood who used to have a routine about the C word, and like it's not my word to use, but I need to use it to make the point in this place. So, so he's like, you know, saying Duck. he's like saying cunt this and cunt that and cunt blah 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 to like you know to make his point. And then from the back of the room, this voice just yells out, "Oh come on, mate, that's not fair. My brother's a cunt." <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's a, just a pretty good heckle. <laughs> I tell you, you Australians, like you guys are, it's like a game to you. It's, 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 heckling is like a whole other art form down there. Now we just, we just run into drunk hicks who can't fucking yell anything out, but you suck. I, to I, me, I, anyway. I saw the one in Northern California. Up you in what? Chico, which is up northern, up not far from where Is that from where, Oroville, I, where I was? Oh, uh, yeah. But there was, uh, I was headlining and there was a woman oh, look, was on oh, stage. Oh, I was headlining. Well, right. What, are you going to make it? I was opening? Okay, I'll know. change it for you. What are you saying? <laughs> Us I've headliners, never, we worked, don't have to I, say I, we headline. I've never worked helium, if that helps. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've never worked the SB open mic, and I want to well, see no, who books that. <laughs> I, I'll be at helium in November, uh, two nights only. <laughs> come, please come see me. <laughs> Go down to two doors and get the nachos. They're great. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, go on. You're up in Chico, oh, which is Sam Crow country, the, the, right? The, uh, yeah, and, and the, the, the feature act was not doing well. She was having a really, I mean, not even, she was horrible. She was coming on stage. And uh, she said, uh, it says, uh, <laughs> I, I, don't I, I felt like you were going to clear that up and make it nicer. <laughs> like, oh, no, no, it's not, it was just like a tough night. She like, was no, horrible. She was no, horrible. She, no, her you know, as a person you know, when, and as a performer, oh, everything yeah. about her was horrible. No, what I want to point out is, but you know, in case you're mistaken, she was horrible. You've seen somebody who's <laughs> fucking horrible, though, before, though, right? Right, sure. So she, and, and, and she, to where the rest of the crowd is like, fucking, should we be here? Should we stay here? And finally she says, do you guys like magic? And this one bloke over here goes, yeah, disappear. <laughs> That's good haggle. All right, Marty. What's no, your worst haggle? No, Take off your shirt? Yeah. The one that I don't remember. Take off my shirt. <laughs> that was in the green room. It was you saying it in the green room, wasn't it, <laughs> you sick fuck? I guess what he's really asking is, will you take off your shirt? 
Yeah, I mean, I got how many? No, to finish the podcast. <laughs> Come on, give us the half Monty. <laughs> <laughs> What's your worst heckle, uh, Monty? My worst heckle? Yeah, that was the question. From you now bringing up the fucking shirt thing. <laughs> All right. It's not going well. <laughs> All right. Oh, hold on. All right. Well, since Monty won't do it, any good poop stories? Who's that from? The mattress uh, bloke? I'm, I'm not. Branson Queen, are you in here? <laughs> yeah. She's, Branson Queen? She's, she's taking a shit in Sorry, the back of the room. Branson Queen? Sorry, couldn't get into Will Hader, Bill Hader. What's your problem back there? Holy crap. Yeah. Branson, yeah. Is, that, is that the ABBA of Missouri? Branson Queen? Branson Queen. She's uh, She likes Branson. comedy, cats, and tacos. Which brings like us to our poop like stories. Nachos? Cats and tacos bring us to our poop stories. All right, who's got a... Who's got a poop story? All right, I'll take it from here. All right, so this brings me back to my gross Monty story. Oh, man. I know. Don't worry, this one's on me. Um, all right, there used to be a, a... Monty and I surf a lot. There used to be a... Uh, I used to work for uh, a, a Fuel TV, which was a, a surfing, skating TV show. And I, they had, like, a panel has, and I, I was a guest on it. And uh, uh, we were, I was talking to the host one time. Was, his name's Pat Parnell. Look him up. He calls all the uh, uh, Olympics, snowboarding, and stuff like that. And uh, we got to talking about surfing in between takes. And he's like, oh, man, could you ever get out there and you know, out in the water? I'm like, oh, man, funny you should mention that. A couple weeks ago, I was out in the water in a full wetsuit. And I had to go, like, now. And full of wetsuit. What? Fuller wetsuit. It's about to be a fuller wetsuit, yes. <laughs> and like when you're surfing and it's a big day, you can't get back into the, you can't get back into the, you just can't just turn around and paddle in or just crushed in the shore break. And I couldn't get in in time to go to the, use the bathroom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, uh, <clears throat> I, had to, I had to make a choice I pray none of you ever have to make. <laughs> and I let it go in my wetsuit. And, in uh, the suit? Yeah, in the wetsuit. Why do they not have like a flap or something? Do you mean, should they not have like a Velcro just like... Don't you think you every can... one of those questions went through my head that day? What the right. fuck happened? So this was, oh, jeez. Uh, this was... Uh, was right. that Prancer Rocker? Who was that? I so mean, you're, you're to be honest, that's a pretty fucking subtle heckle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> true, true. <laughs> just, uh, so you uh, had to make... Wind it up, fellas. You have to is make... that the light? That's not the light, is it? That's not the light, is it? Where are we at? Okay. We're at 12... Okay. All right, cool. Keep going. It Anybody got anywhere a, to be? All right, let's go. So you, you have to make surfy's choice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that, was, that was a good one. Uh, good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. Good night. <laughs> well, I mean, that was a Pulitzer Prize winning novel. So. <laughs> oh, shut up. Whatever. Uh, Whatever. I was just joining in. No, no. <laughs> You'd already had a good joke. That, that was just another one option. Was, that was just another option. <laughs> Anyway, so he's like, oh, my God, you got to tell that story next time you're on the oh. TV show. And I'm like, I'm never fucking telling that story on the TV show because, look, I don't have a lot going for me. All right, I don't, I'm, not, I'm not a comic with a thing, and I don't want that to be like, hey, the comic who crapped his wetsuit, right? So I go surfing down Trestles one day with my buddy Kurt, and he's like, hey, man, when are you going uh, to be on The Daily Habit again? And I'm like, I don't know. I was talking to Pat, and I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to go back on because he wants to tell me about the story about the thing. He's like, 
what? You had to what? I'm like, yeah, it was, I was paddling. It was a big day. I couldn't get back in. And I didn't make a choice. I have to make. Light comes on. The whole thing. <laughs> and, it, and, it, and when we paddle out and surf. That night, I'm doing a show down in like Seal Beach. And my buddy introduces me to Monty Franklin. And I'm like, hey, Monty and Murray. He's like, hey, mate, nice yeah. to meet you. Nice to meet you. He's like, well, you surfer, you surfer. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, you can tell by my, phys- my physique. He's like, yeah, yeah. He's like, yeah, you're surfing trestles today. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I was surfing trestles. Well, you're the, you're the bloke who crapped in his wetsuit. He's like, what? Yeah, I was standing next to you and you're telling your buddy the story. I remember. Like, oh. I, was down, I was down the beach listening to this old weirdo talk about him crapping in his wetsuit. I'm going, I don't want to fucking go out with this guy. And I see him that night at a comedy club. Hey, how you going? Yeah. You shit yourself. It's I've like the it. worst episode of Undercover Boss. <laughs> <laughs> and surprise. <laughs> All right, I'm sorry, uh, Poopa Queen. What was your name? Branson Queen. I know guys that shit in their wetsuit. They say 50% of the time they, they, sh- this is disgusting. they shit in their Please. wetsuit out in the surf and 50% of the time they come in and it's all gone. It's just washed out. And then the other 50% of the time they've just got smeared up their back. <laughs> 50 50 chance, guys. Right. You should have. But, sur- but surfing's fun, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the Beach great. Boys never mentioned yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> you should have ended that at Surfer's Choice, man. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, thank you for that question. Where'd you go? Any good poop? Prancing Queen. All right. Is it Pranton Queen or Branton Queen? It's Prancing. Oh, I thought it was oh, Branton, Pranton, like Branton, Missouri. I'm sorry. <laughs> Branton Queen is great. I mean, Pranton Queen is good too, but Branton, like, I thought. Okay. No, it's not Branton Queen. No. All right, listen. But, uh, so that's open. Yeah, you can have it. It's yours. It's yours. It's like, by the way, I love all, all the drug stories, and you're wearing weed socks. Oh, yeah, yeah. What's legal here, though, to wear the socks? Okay. <laughs> A doctor prescribed. Do you have to get a prescription for those socks? The guy at Santa Monica said, I can get you some socks. The one fucking thing not made out of hemp. Yeah, I mean, I love drugs. I mean, I'm I'm unashamed about that. No, I don't Do you smoke weed a lot? (laughs) Mate. Mate, he doesn't even know he's here. This podcast is like I'm in fucking AI. <laughs> this is the longest I've gone without smoking weed is talking to you fuckers in this building. I'm Normally s- when I do my podcast, it's in a place where I can smoke weed while it's happening. <laughs> I'm smoking weed for the first time tomorrow. Scheduled? Yeah. It's fucking scheduled. I mean, that's so what anti-weed. You do it, I know. <laughs> that is anti-weed. That is anti-weed. To I'm going to do it. Weed. Try it. Who called you up and said, uh, are you free Saturday? Uh, next week, about noon. Nothing. My, fr- my friend gave me one of these fucking pens. I've never smoked weed before. I've got the day off, so I'm going to smoke it and see what happens. Wait, a pen? Yeah. It's a weed pen. It's like not a just a fucking pen. pen. Like a... I'm not it an does... idiot. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? You wait until you're 37 it's to fucking a try some pen. How do you know? I'm an idiot. I'm just here going, yeah. yeah. It was, really, my it was really strong. It had like four colors. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you clicked each one, man. Down each one. It's off my fucking head. Can't get this lit. I just feel insane sorry. in the membrane. <laughs> I feel sorry for you that the strokes aren't touring and uh, <laughs> the darkness aren't coming through anytime soon tomorrow. That's exciting, though, man. That's that's cool. Like, right. yeah. Should we get fun. back tomorrow and ask you how your weed experience? Yeah, seriously. Yeah. I, I, I don't take drugs. I've never taken drugs, but I've. I've why, got now? Drugs. why now? I don't know. Why not? Well, like I've. Why not? Exactly. Fucking, it's the. It's a. It's one of those epi 
Epidural pens, yes. I'm going <laughs> to fucking inject myself with... Oh, uh, dude. work for the first time. Perfect. Be careful. Those are expensive. They raise those prices like 600%. <laughs> That'd be great, though, if that it was how you delivered right. it. <laughs> like, this guy's way too stressed, man. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, okay. cool. I'm cool, man. We're cool. We're cool. I just need a... All right, I got one more question. Why is everybody's Twitter handle so... This is from Queen Duck. Are you here? Are you uh, Queen Duck streaming? is going to give a shit about our names. I don't know. Why is there, all their Twitter handles are very ABBA-related. Prance and Queen, <laughs> Queen Duck. Uh, does anybody have... This might be inside. This might be a story somebody told on here. Does anybody have any stories about losing their luggage? Right. Is that yours, Will? Yeah, I, I, well, I just recently lost my luggage, so some people might Somebody know tweet one of my bits in? <laughs> <laughs> I, so I, I, don't have, I don't have a bit about this, but if we could work on something... <laughs> I have a premise. I want to hear the, I want yeah. to hear the story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you, if you get some jokes you can throw in, I'm happy to work this up into a bit. No, when was this? Nine twelve. Never forget. I went to I went to Spain recently on a holiday, and my luggage got like misplaced for the mm-hmm. entire trip I was away. But the only thing they stole was my podcast equipment. Like they returned everything else, but they stole my podcast. So you got to see what podcast and you and yeah. happening in Spain. Exactly. If there's some you sort of noteworthy bus, out of Spain, you're like, oh, yeah. has got my gear. Yeah, that fucking Barcelona luggage podcast. (laughs) (laughs) The last time when you came and did our podcast, you had, hadn't you had your wallet? You lose, you didn't have it still. No, your passport. Yeah, yeah, I I lose things sometimes. Didn't you go back to Australia? Did I mention that I smoke a lot of pot? (laughs) Sometimes I put things down in different countries. (laughs) And I forget where they are. You would come back and forth a few times and oh, you'd, didn't you? Didn't somebody wash your jeans with your passport yes, in it or something? That's crazy true. Like that, that did yeah. happen. My, that's uh, not weed. That's just fucking. All right, so we don't have to tweet in any more bits. Jim is going to set you up with the bits. Yeah. No, I don't have a like. I mean, I. I that's all that really happened. Like, is that I lost my luggage <laughs> and someone stole stuff out. Right. Somebody stole your, your, your podcast. Yeah, but that's all they did. Like all my clothes and shit. They were like, "Now nah, you can have that back." But this podcast equipment. Well, well, I mean, not everyone can wear those, but anyone can. It's a good point. They're actually doing a show here at the festival. (laughs) They're on tomorrow, up against my fucking podcast. (laughs) That's a horrible thing. They're interviewing Bill Hader right now. (laughs) In Spanish. Yeah, they've got a new, yeah, they've got a Spanish podcast all about Bill Hader. (laughs) It's called Hader's Gonna Hate. Uh, uh, Oh, fuck you all. All right, one question we always ask, and this isn't coming from Twitter, we always ask on the show, uh, what have you guys have thrown at you on stage? Monty? I had I, a guy got on stage and threw a punch at me. Tried to punch oh, him. are you serious? That'll work. Yeah. That, surely that's happened to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I got off stage. I, mean, <laughs> I got off stage and my middle act uh, punched me in the face. Really? Yeah. But anyway, your story. No, uh, it's not a great story. This fucking, this guy. Where were you? Gold Coast Art Center. Oh, yeah, this makes okay, sense. Gold, Gold Coast. <laughs> Hold on, hold on. You got punched at an art center? I didn't get punched. Yeah, but I said a, he took a punch. Yeah. This but is what happened. It's also, was... the, it's also the Gold Coast. Like, yeah. the Gold Coast is Australia's... Yeah. It's Australia's Florida, and they have, like, a spring like a spring break. We call it schoolies, where all the, like, people who are 17 after they finish high school go yeah. up there and just get, like, fucked up and stuff. And Lake Havasu. And I, it's the only place in, a, in Australia that I don't tour anymore. Like, put it that way. Because, like, when schoolies goes to the Gold Coast, the IQ of the Gold Coast goes up. 
Because <laughs> at least it's a bunch of people who have just finished year 12. It's right. like fucking Mensa coming to town <laughs> for these people just to set the environment of what the Gold Coast is. So what, what was the joke that inspired, that inspired his a rot? fight? No, what happened, his wife kept yelling out during the show. And oh, yeah. I asked her twice, kind of like nicely, all right, you're ruining the show, you're ruining the show. And then I said something standard, fucking shut up, you bitch. I don't know, something, something hilarious yeah. like that. One of your usual yeah, clever bon mots. One of my usual witty right. remarks. Shut up, shut up. Don't shut make up, me slut. take my something shirt like off, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then whatever, everyone had a laugh and, and I just saw out of the corner of my eye, he just stood up and just started walking towards the stage. And I, he was a big guy and I just went, holy shit, this guy's going to come on stage and punch me. And because everyone's looking at me, I thought, I can't just go, "Eh," like that or anything. I just have to stand there and get punched in the face. Otherwise, I look like a pussy. So he jumped up. No, no. What? What, power? Fuck off. No, I just, I'm there. I'm just going to have to cop a punch in the face. So he came on stage and he said, you owe my wife an apology. And I I went to her and I said, I apologize that you had to marry such an asshole. And that's when he fucking, he took a huge swing. But he was really drunk and he fell, he fell down on the ground. And then all the bouncers came and dragged him out. And as he was being dragged out, he goes, I'll find you. I know where you live. And he didn't. But the best thing about that story, he bought six koalas on the way out. Yeah. It's nice to know that the bouncers in Australia just <laughs> yeah, we'll see Let's how this plays out. Up the stage and throw a punch, <laughs> yeah. and then maybe we'll, maybe step we'll in. move in. Well, you got to wait up for the setup, the setup, and the punch. <laughs> <laughs> um, the, I had uh, uh, money thrown at me. Coins. Okay, so here's the thing. I'm sorry. So I'm hosting this, uh, like uh, it's a, like a manpower night for my football team, the team that I support. Like they were having like a male kind of magic mic style night, right, where all the players of the team, like, do these dances for the female supporters of the clubs, and I was, like, hosting the night, like, just doing some comedy and stuff in between. But at the end, they all chanted for me to, like, take some of my clothes off. But in Australia, everything, like, under a $5 note is coins. So when they were throwing money at me, they were just throwing, like, (laughs) a lot of coins. Like, a lot of angry ladies just throwing coins at me really, really hard. Like throwing shrapnel at you, basically. Yeah, just like, go and take your clothes off. (laughs) Yeah. So I know you've been to fucking war, but I've been there. (laughs) I had a – I did a show and they had – it was a a private event and it's, like, just, like, Think of all those jocks that went on to become very successful, and they're just douchebag guys. And they hired these two little people to uh, entertain. At the and one was dressed as a leprechaun because it was uh, St. Patrick's Day, and the other guy was dressed like CeeLo Green, but he called himself Forty Eight Cent. He kept saying, "I'm Fifty Cent. I'm shortchanged." <laughs> It was his choice, not mine. Don't get fucking mad at me. I mean, this that's is what yeah, he decided it, to do with his life. You know what? Right? He's, yeah, he's got a bit. He's working it. Yeah, he's got a bit. So anyway, the, the, the gig is going horribly. <laughs> the gig is going horribly. And they're running around with lightsabers for some reason. There's glowing the, the, glow Why in the not? dark lightsabers. At this point, we've all made bad choices. Right. <laughs> it's going horribly. I'm tanking so bad. Everybody's drunk. And then the, uh, 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 the leprechaun starts throwing gelt at me, which is chocolate coins. Just starts huffing, just skelt at me, and then I started just batting him like Hank Aaron out into the crowd. Who? Who the hell's Hank, Hank Aaron? Hank Aaron. He's a baseball player from the seventies. 
Baseball's <laughs> baseball's like cricket. Kind of. All right. I'm sorry. I don't know. Sorry. Baseball is a it's America's pastime. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. You guys can play whatever yeah, it's you guys America's play. America's pastime. Get over it. Yes. Yeah. What's Australia's big sport? Is it cricket? Cricket's probably the biggest in the country. That lasts like four days? Five sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> All day. All day. Really? I thought it lasts like four days, doesn't it? Five. Five? five? Yeah. Five yeah. days. It used, to be un- used to be unlimited. Mm-hmm. But now it's five days. All right. Yeah. But <laughs> you used to be able to play until you were done. Yeah. Like, I feel like we're about done. No, 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 no. I feel like this is... That, like. It, we're going through a bit of a dip, but it's going to get really good. Soon. It's going to get really good. Soon. <laughs> yeah, I feel like this is that just that last lull before it really fucking kicks back in. <laughs> like this is the bit in Creed where like Creed has been knocked down, but you know it's not fucking done yet. Yeah, there's still a fucking chance that Creed will fucking get back up. And the band? You. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I don't think that. they're getting back up, you, buddy. You didn't see that documentary about the. That movie based on Creed. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Sorry, Sylvester Stallone as Chad Kroger. you take me? Have you guys ever opened for bands? Uh, I opened for Radiohead once. Um, well, you, three times. You opened for Radiohead? Yeah, three times. Um, <laughs> Whatever. Um, We're back. Again. We've all got terrible stories. Right, right. I uh, <laughs> you for Radiohead. Yeah, I did, but no, not really. So uh, I <laughs> not really three times. <laughs> I introduced the band that played before Radiohead three times at Radiohead concerts. So, oh, okay. So I walked on in the arena that they were playing in Australia. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was normally about so of the twelve thousand people that were going to be there. Normally, by the time I was introducing the support act. There was probably about four or five thousand people there, like you know, because obviously with Radiohead, people getting early to like get the sure. stuff and whatever. And I, the first night I did, I walked out to people not paying any attention, and they did not listen to a thing that I said. And I introduced the band, and they did not listen to the band either. So by the second night, the stand-up comic in me had adjusted to this, <laughs> and I realized I've got to get their attention. And the way to get their attention is to say Radiohead. Right. So then I would set myself a challenge in my 30-second introduction how many times I could just mention Radiohead because every time you mention Radiohead, the audience would just fucking cheer. It didn't matter. Like, I was like, you know, hey, everyone here to see Radiohead? And suddenly I was like, oh, fucking Radiohead! And then I'd be like, before we get to Radiohead, and everyone's like, Radiohead! And I'd be like, oh, yeah, Radiohead, I'll be out here. Radiohead! And anyway, but be Radiohead, see Radiohead! And then just like really, I, I was killing <laughs> I had one bit, but it was going really, really well. Give me a reference for any bands. Yeah, but they're all fairly good. <laughs> I, I open for Earth, Wind, and Fire, who do not need that much coding. Right. They don't need like, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Is fucking what? <laughs> <laughs> polite people. What's like, Earth, Wind, and Fire's big song? What was their biggest like hit? Earth, Wind, and um, any, any of my rock solid listeners in here? September, that's it. Yeah. What is it? September. September. Oh well, I mean, suitable. It's a suitable month for it. Right. Who I else mean, did you open for besides Earth, Wind, and Fire? Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Uh, no, I opened for uh, Cool and the Gang. Oh, Gino Vanelli. I was going to be my next guest. Um, Who the fuck's Gino Vanelli? That was that's my thought, but you don't <laughs> say that to the guy that gives you the tickets. 
No, no, that's what I'm asking. Uh, I opened for uh, Leon Redbone. What? Yeah. Are you kidding? Yeah, me? yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm not making that. I love Leon. Who fucking would make up that? I'm sorry, I love Leon Redbone. Yeah, he was cool. He was cool. And they were all pleasant experiences? Yeah, they were. For, really, that was a cool right. I hosted the Pyramid Rock Festival in Australia, which is like Coachella. So I opened for a lot of different bands. But there was, uh, right before NERD came out, 18,000 people. This ties back into losing my luggage. I'd lost my luggage, and I spoke to the people at Qantas and said... Um, you know, you fucked me over. I had merchandise, koalas, in there that I sell. <laughs> and, uh, and I lose money, blah, 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 whatever. And the lady at the customer service said, well, there's not much you can do about this. And I went, okay. So before NERD went out, I had like five minutes to perform or something. And I went out there and I said, hey, guys, can we turn up all the lights with everyone? And I got my camera and I filmed and I said, can you guys just join me in this chant? And I got 18,000 people to chant Qantas sucks. <laughs> 18,000 people were going, Qantas sucks, Qantas sucks. And I sent that to the customer service lady. Said, not much I can do, is there? The head of the customer service rang me the next day from her vacation, apologizing, and then I got a business class flight back to LA because of that, what I did. <laughs> uh, <laughs> my Let's God. just say, if Qantas really didn't suck, they would have given you first class. Yeah, I know. Pieces of shit. Qantas does suck. That's not bad. What's now? What is that called? It's, uh, Coachella. What was it called? Pyramid Rock Festival. Pyramid Rock Festival. Yeah. All right. Oh, you know what? Monty got to play. Uh, what's the big theater in Sydney? Sydney Opera House. The Opera House. He just uh, played the <laughs> Opera House. Will, Will's done that. What? I was just opening for Rob Schneider. Uh, dude, I'm trying to make you look good. Oh, okay. Thank you. That's nice. I mean, it's still pretty exciting, though. Right. Like, it was. I, mean, I saw you when Will that was, was there. happening. You. This is like the Opera House is the fucking the bees shit. knees. It was the shit. And I was really nervous backstage and I bumped into Will and Rove, like two guys that I've looked up to my whole career, and Will just said, hey, don't fuck it up. That's what you said to me. <laughs> and I mean, that like, is good advice. Okay. <laughs> I was like, the one thing Thanks, you guys. did not want to do was fuck it up. Yeah, you're right. I didn't want and to. And I was like, and just in case you were thinking about fucking this up, <laughs> do not fuck this up. But do you think every level of, everything of like, you know, when they were actually having symptoms, <laughs> on, my, on my television show back home every week I like just at the last moment if we've got a new guest I'll go in just before we're about to start and I'll, and I'll say to them I said you know we're really pleased to have you here tonight and it's really meant to just to break the ice you know like thank you for being on the show I know you're going to do a good job but this is all I have please don't fuck it up for me <laughs> and like it normally people like laugh and then like two weeks ago this woman just looked at me like and I'm like oh my god I've just fucked her whole night <laughs> like you know you could tell in her eyes I was like oh she's like I'm like oh you know I'm not serious it's okay. do you know what you said to me afterwards which actually made me feel really good you is you up. said don't fuck this up and then we all laughed and I went oh, and you went you know I wouldn't say that if I didn't think you could handle it right. you said that to me and it actually made me fucking calm right down I went alright cool Yeah, that's and then I fucked it up yeah. you idiot <laughs> Because I was in your head. <laughs> and, uh, that was my plan all along. Yeah, fucking Franklin. And, he, is, and, he kissed, like? and he kissed me with a bunch yeah. of drugs in his mouth. And I'm like, <laughs> they weren't drugs, mate. They were koala bears. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I got I gotta, I gotta to make a few announcements but we're, before we get out of here. So while I got to make these announcements, okay. uh, worst gig, worst gig, worst gig. Think about it. You got oh, a minute okay. and a half. All right. all right. So, guys, thank you so much for coming out to L.A. PodFest. I look forward to this every year, as all the podcasters do. Thank you. We wouldn't. It's nice to see. We, 
we put these things out on the internet, and, and we know people listen, but it's really great to put some faces to some listeners, so thank you so much. Um, something's going on in Beverly Hills. Very, very bad right now. Somebody ate gluten earlier. <laughs> um, what was I going to say? Oh, so... <laughs> So, all right, so well, listen, I'm going to be around all weekend. I'm periscoping live again this year. I'm going to be periscoping, so I'm going to be around all weekend. Uh, follow me at Murray V on Twitter. Uh, this is the Road Stories podcast. If you don't know, you can get it free on iTunes. I've been doing this since 2007. Um, so there are more than a couple on the iTunes thing. And Will's been on a couple times. Jim's been on a couple times. Monty's been on a couple times. Look them up. Look up new comics you've seen. Look up your favorites. Brian Regan, all those guys have been on. So look those up. Listen to them. Uh, Brian Regan's will... a new comic? Sorry. Shut up, Monty. <laughs> I, uh, so I'll be around. Stop by, say hi. We got Road Stories t-shirts at the merch table. We, we got uh, I got my CD out there. Also, uh, and also, if you guys are around, sticking around till Sunday night, I'm going to be guest on uh, Paul Gilmartin's Mental Illness Happy Hour. So if you'd like to see me cry, come on out, and then my mom can call me on Monday and ask me why I hate her. So, <laughs> so we're going to do that. So uh, thank you guys for coming out. I really appreciate it. It's good to see familiar faces. It's good to see new faces. Before we get out of here. Monty, worst gig ever. Worst gig. Um, I performed for the Hells Angels uh, in Australia, and um, I got too drunk. They said, come at 11 o'clock in the morning, and I started drinking with them, and I didn't perform until 8 o'clock that night, and I was way too drunk. I couldn't talk when I got on the microphone. I went out there and went, and some guy said, have another drink. And I said, anything you guys bring up here, I will drink. They brought, up, they brought up jugs of beer, everything. I was drinking it. I fell off the stage. I passed out. And then uh, two weeks later, there was a write-up in, um, in this uh, motorcycle magazine, two-page spread of how much they enjoyed my act. <laughs> I just drank alcohol and passed out. They loved it. I also love that one of the Hell's Angels is doing reviews. <laughs> hey, Mad Dog, this is your passion. You do the reviews, mate. You do the arts and culture stuff, mate, but I'll do the restaurant. <laughs> All right, Jim, worst gig ever. Oh, yeah. I think the worst, one of the worst gigs I ever had was in Amsterdam. Which I thought was going to be like really groovy and great, but it was not. No, it was pretty expensive. But um, I was opening for a friend of mine, and, and they just didn't want to talk shit about me. Uh, and I had nothing to say. And I pissed off, annoyed uh, gay Amsterdam people. <laughs> like an eyeballing, like, how, how much longer will you be up here? And they just didn't want to talk shit about me. I think I told them, like, you know. Like them, right? And uh, you don't like how the fucking people on bicycles don't want to talk to you as you're walking across the street in Amsterdam. And it's like it's kind of like Sons of Anarchy on Penn Street over there. <laughs> I feel and it just got brother. worse and worse as this story is getting worse and worse. It's not wasn't it was just fucking miserable. And um, so I because everybody I know is like, oh, Amsterdam's the best. And I I'm just I'm the only one that went there. Question, <laughs> question. Literally gay people? Well, yeah, for the most part. Yeah. Okay. Which, I, were look, you, I, look I, I know it was a gay audience. Okay. I didn't know if it you was were... a. It wasn't a gay show, but it was a, a friend of mine has a, a strong gay audience. So it was pretty much... Who was it? Gay. But everywhere we went... And, Kathy and, Griffin? So, no, no, no. No, it wasn't Kathy Griffin. 
Oh, I know who no, it was. No, no, I know. I, I know, can say who it was. It was okay. Margaret Cho. It was Margaret Cho. And, um, and they just, but everywhere else we went, they were fine. There was an opening act. Except mm-hmm. in Amsterdam, they fucking had their limit. And it, it was nothing but fucking shaved head, gay Amsterdam dudes like this. <laughs> and then this fucking guy comes, because I, I lived in San Francisco for many years doing stand-up up there. And this guy comes back uh, and he's saying, uh, um, uh, oh, we're, we're going to talk about the gays. <laughs> not as good as a Hell's Angel story. I should have gone first. Yeah, I think you edit time. this where my story is first because it's, it's a fucking bad story. I've got shitty stories about being in Texas, and, but fucking that shit. You go, I did comedy in Texas. Fuck, it's got to be bad. Um, but your, yours was actually more an accurate because when you get asked that, what was your worst gig? It was a like, fucking the worst gig. Yeah, yours was actually it should have been the best gig because you, because also you didn't even get a good story out of it. Not really. Whereas, no. like, he got a great story <laughs> yeah. out of yeah, right. shitty so gigs. Right? Something, yeah. So that's not a bad gig. That's so a he basically gig. Yeah. shit on you and gig. me at the same time just now. Bad question, bad story. Not a bad question. No, no I was actually saying my it was like a good answer bad. to, accurately a good answer to the question. Yeah, he was and giving got, me shit, if anything. He said I didn't answer the question properly. I don't feel like, I don't know why everyone needs to feel like they're being attacked. I don't know what happened here. We should have got off. I'm so su- sensitive. We should have got off the surfer's choice uh, joke. <laughs> right. That's when we should have bailed, pulled the whole thing on there. All right, uh, humorous bad gig, Will. Uh, I, I did a humorous bad gig. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I, thought, I, didn't, I, I thought it was a bad gig. I it was apologize. a bad gig. I should, no, I, you're right. I worded that poorly. Well, there was a gig in Vancouver where they were fucking these these two fucking people were heckling me, and I told them to shut, and I fucking yelled at them, and because it was in Canada, they went because they're so polite, and the audience dropped out on me, and then it finally, I finally got them back. And, um, <laughs> and when I got them back at the end, as I closed, I said, well, "I said it's funny again now. It took a while. I yelled at the person in the end, but I got it back. We're funny again now." Like, yeah, I said, you're a bunch of fucking assholes. Don't ever leave fucking comedians uh, like that. And I fucking bitched them out and told them to go fuck themselves for not fucking, you know, backing me the comic against these two fucking pieces of shit down front that fucked up the entire show. I'd rather I should have told that story because I just fucking yelled at him because I got him back and I said, "Well, it's funny again." You can, tell it, you can tell it next time. I will. Okay. I think I did. Okay, good, good, good. All right, sorry. All right, sorry. Go on, Will. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I have, have never had a bad gig, but I, um, <laughs> it's but true. I, did, do it's a, true. I did do a corporate show once, and I went on after this Olympic, uh, Paralympic hero who just won a gold medal at the Paralympics. And so he's come on stage and told this like amazing story. So like he's on his wheelchair and it's like, it's not a real stage. It's a corporate show. So it's one of those things where they put like one of these things, but like a sort of much bigger one in this big room where everyone's having like sit down dinners and there's thousands of corporate people and they're hearing a series of speakers. So this like hero is going to tell his hero story. And then afterwards I'm going to tell some jokes, right? Which seems fine because he's like an entertaining speaker. It's going to be, Partly funny, but it's also going to be inspiring, a bit more like a TED Talk and that sort of thing. And it is. And he's a brilliant speaker and the crowd are fucking loving it. And I'm like, well, this is cool. Because people are like, you know, they're laughing at his story as well as like, you know, being moved. Like, I'll be able to take this crowd. I'm a bit worried, but I'm like, no, no, they're in a good mood. And like, you know, I'll just come on and I'll tell some jokes. And I think I would have been able to get them. Apart from the fact that the first five minutes while I was on stage because he finished and then they introduced me. And for the first five minutes while I'm trying to just do my jokes, he is being lowered down the side of the stage on one of those like, dude, 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 dude. I'm like, anyone like politics? 
legs, right? Like, this hero. And like so fucking slow. Like I could have just pushed him off the fucking stage and picked him up and put him back in the fucking chair. He's just talked about crawling up fucking Everest. He could handle it. But no. Anyone like fucking pot? Dude, I had, I had one corporate where they did a, it was for a, 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 a company called Surgical Smiles. No, Surgical Gifts. And I, and I really started writing all these jokes on the way down. Surgical Gifts, you know, they really lame at Christmas. You know, we don't want to, oh, it's a, it's, it's a suture. So I get down there and I realize it's a company that uh, gives uh, uh, reconstructive surgery to uh, underprivileged children for their faces oh. and stuff, which is a really great, great thing. And uh, so I'm like, okay, well, we'll scrap all those jokes. <laughs> so, so I'm sitting in the green room, and the, the MC comes out. He's like, okay, we're going to do the auction, silent auction dinner, and then, you, Murray, you're going to go on in, uh, in 20 minutes. I'm like, okay, great. So I'm working on my set. He comes in about 15 minutes. He goes, listen, we're going to have a guest speaker first, and then, Murr, you're going to go on. And I'm thinking, oh, great, guest speaker. Yawn, boring. These guys are going to be ready to laugh. Turns out it was a 17-year-old girl who just had facial reconstruction surgery. And she goes up and she gives her speech. Not a dry eye in the house. <laughs> Just crying. And I'm in the back. I can't follow this. Everybody's crying. Nobody wants a fucking comedian. I can't even believe this. So she tells her story and she ends her speech with, um, if it wasn't for this company, I wouldn't have a prom date this year. And everybody just starts bawling. I mean, the whole place is bawling. And me and the other comic are like, fuck. How are we going to fucking follow this? We can't do this. And I'm like, shit, I'm going on first. What do you think? And then the MC comes out. I'm like, oh, great. Here we go. He goes up to the girl and he goes, we know we're really glad you're here. And uh, as a special surprise to you, we brought the doctor who gave you, the, who gave you your surgery. And I swear <laughs> to God, I feel a guy on my shoulder go, excuse me. And it was the doctor who was in the green room with us the whole time. And we didn't know his surgery. <laughs> <laughs> And he walks out and hugs the one. I'm like, oh, crap. And then they cry. Everybody's crying. Before they even wipe their tears, they're like, and here's your comedian, Murray Valeriano. Boom. I ate it for 20 minutes. <laughs> Will Anderson is doing Tofop later on this weekend. Catch him at PodFest. Jim Short, Monty Franklin. Thank you, guys. I am Matt Murray V on Twitter. Thank you all for coming out tonight. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs And blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow more, missing merch And drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon